Okay, Zuland. Proverb. Proverb from Zuland. And this is an interesting one here. Follow the customs or flee the country. <laughs> Follow the customs or flee the country. Say it twice and thrice. Follow the customs or flee the country. And you know, it's the immigration thing is an interesting uh, debate, argument, concept. How people are so anti immigration. A lot of it is the fear of people bringing their problems into Canada and, you know, quote unquote disrupting or quote unquote bringing their problems and, you know, crime spikes and all that kind of thing. Um, and we often, it, get, it becomes a, uh, a matter of xenophobia in a lot of cases because a lot of people, a lot of people immigrate and they're looking for a better life. I don't want to really go too far down the, the, the do-gooder philosophy. We know why people show up and immigrate and we know for the most part nothing. There's, they contribute to the economy. They contribute to the society. Their, their differences are welcome. My family are immigrants. Um, in Canada, we have a very high rate of immigration. There's just so many, you know, there's just so many more benefits to immigration than the cons. But I'm thinking of of in Ghana and in a black African country how immigration is perceived so in Ghana you have the same sort of immigration I mean probably laxer laws but <laughs> you know but but this is the thing so who do you have Nigerians a lot of Nigerians they come from to do business a lot of them are some of it is meant much of it is borderline money laundering but that, that's irrelevant so you have nigerians you have liberians refugees from the war and just general people who immigrate this this is the this is the west african experience it's very common for the english-speaking west african countries to, to to fuck with each other so nigerians go to ghana liberians go to ghana sierra leoneans go to ghana uh, Gambians go to Ghana. Then you have like a lot of Lebanese there. Lebanese who've been there for like a hundred years. You have a lot of Indians there. Right now there's a lot of Chinese, you know. So you have all these groups of people. But even it's funny, even within Ghana, um, you have the perceptions of how they perceive other people, like Nigerians, like the for all of the Nigerians there, and as much as people mess with Nigerians, you always have people that are like xenophobic, like all these Nigerians are here. And they're, they're taking the, the business and they're taking the jobs and they're, and then they're also, <laughs> so I guess a lot of the, the, the like armed robberies, because in Ghana, they like to perceive themselves as a peaceful nation. They're like, we don't have social problems here. Put it like this, in the West African context, Ghana equals Canada and then Nigeria would be perceived as like the US <laughs> you know what I mean like that's the it's kind of like how in the same thing in it's like Sri Lanka it would be like the Canada and then India is the US or from what I've been told from, from people who have experiences with New Zealand and Australia you see where I'm going with that New Zealand would be like the Canada and then Australia would be like the US so they're like, yeah, they come up, they come up in here, they do armed robberies, and they, you know, 
they money launder and all kinds of crazy shit. So it's interesting the xenophobia that, and then whenever there's these civil wars, that's also the first thing that happens too. Like in Liberia, my I had an aunt who was she was working in a, she she had a restaurant in Mon- Monrovia. And I guess when the war started to break out, or even pre-war, like there's always the years before the war really officially breaks out, there's like the uprisings and so on. She had a restaurant there. And I guess when, yeah, like I'm saying, I'm repeating myself, but when she's jumping off, the first thing they, they, the librarians are like, okay, the Ghanaians that are in the country, we got to kill them all. Or whatever, you know what I mean? It's like, that's... The xenophobia always comes about. Even so, we 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 frame, and I don't know how this is going to sound, but we frame anti-immigration as a racist thing when it's actually, and it is, and, the, and anti-immigration a lot of times in North America, quote unquote, Western European nations is probably it is racist thing, but it happens even within you know, black countries, right? Like, like I was, like, like I, I, I hear about from people that I've known about how Haitians are perceived in other parts of the Caribbean. It's the same thing, you know, to go there and other because, you know, it's weird. It's, I guess this speaks to a larger humans are often tribalistic. Humans are, they faction off into their little, I am different than you thing, even within these artificial borders of quote-unquote countries and quote-unquote nations that we like to pretend really matter. But the internet is increasingly showing us that it doesn't. Follow the customs or flee the country. The customs of even a message board, the customs of Reddit. Reddit might be the most militant. (laughs) You know what I mean? The customs of, of... whether okay so certain big youtubers or certain big instagram people people moderate their comments on youtube it's like if you come in with some bullshit you get tossed if you come into the group chat on twitch and you're saying some bullshit you get tossed by the mods you know what i mean it's almost as if you it's almost like youtube channels are individual countries you know what i mean or twitch streams are individual countries or IG posts are individual countries, you know what I mean? Like, like how often do you, when they say the weird part of YouTube or the weird part of Twitter, there's, I'm trying think philosophically of how you perceive certain quote unquote parts of Instagram. It's like, if you don't ever go into the fitness part of Instagram, it looks weird. And there's a, it's a whole different subculture and you can't just come in and talk shit or maybe not talking shit but you know you don't know how to really interact with that particular segment of people because it's not your country your country might be the gardening and then you often there's often overlaps right but you you, maybe you you fuck more with the gardening part of instagram i don't know Follow, follow the customs or flee the country right so literally and digitally virtually it's the same idea all right you need to subscribe like you're always going to have a scenario where there'll be an other and I guess even when you 
when you when you're a naturally born citizen of somewhere people are fleeing literally too right people go on the run right i read this story about some dude who uh, this is in vice this dude who um i guess he was selling weed in new york in the 70s I, maybe some of y'all saw this in the vice you know updates this dude this older guy is like 70 now he's been in jail for four years because he caught a he caught a charge in new york for like many 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 hundreds of hundreds of pounds of weed in the 90s he got sentenced but because he was perceived as being a low risk low flight risk they let him loose he fled immediately and was living in like on the west coast for two decades and then he finally got caught so people are fleeing all the time right people are constantly fleeing and i guess this is the thing we these customs are so artificial and they're so unspoken and then we formalize them through laws and policies that not all laws need not all laws need to exist what are some of the ones that are happening what's the one in about the orange in the bathtub like it's illegal to <laughs> have an orange in your bathtub in florida is that still even a law like i can't believe that some of these laws exist. i used to google this kind of shit like weird random laws i'm not gonna google them now because i have other things i gotta do this morning so <laughs> anyway um follow the customs or flee the country i hope that interpretation was good i couldn't really pull off a well we know you know even in drug communities right you know the sharing the common sharing of of drugs it's like either you're sharing your share of um whatever it is and you know it's a communal thing it's a community thing those who hold off or those who conceal their booze they don't want to hide their bottles those people get tossed out of the community i know that was a <laughs> i should have almost started off with that and then ended with all the other shit that i said but you see it even within those even in the room and house scenarios and people get ostracized for you know not obeying the street code of you know whatever it may be the politics in the rooming house in the free lunches in the church there is so much so much politics that people would snap over and there'd be beef and then you'd come back the next day and then the person that was sitting with one group is sitting by themselves and that would continue on for weeks because they broke a certain whatever the code was I tried as much as even though I had like two or three people in, in, in that scenario that I interacted with, I tried to stay clear of a lot of the, the drama and the politics and the bullshit because I'm like, I don't want to get sucked into this vortex. Anyway, have a good day, folks. Peace.